Hey writers, welcome back to Story Magic, the podcast that will help you write a book you're damn proud of. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. And today we want to talk about toxic positivity because Rachel is up in arms about it. (laughs) (laughs) Very upset about toxic positivity. Um. Yeah, I, I this is a an idea that I I wanted to talk about with you because I got a DM in my Instagram DMs um, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago where a writer had asked me, um, "How do I stay positive in my writing life?" And um, I think that's a very I think that is a valid and common question. Yeah, I think there is a I think there is a belief that one must always be positive and that that's and like the a, the highest state of being or something exactly yes and that you let nothing affect you and that is what equals a healthy mindset mm. so i could tell that this question that the writer was asking me the root of it was I want a healthy mindset, mm-hmm. but she had equated it to how do I stay positive all the time? Mm. Those are two different things. Yeah. There's a difference between how do I always be positive and how writing is terrible mm-hmm. right now. How do I have more fun? How is it more enjoyable? How do I find, you know, my love for it again? Like that's a very yeah. different approach. Mm-hmm. I see yeah. it. And I, this, this isn't just like, the reason that I feel probably really strongly about toxic, toxic positivity is because it's not just a writing thing. Like yeah. This is a, a life thing. People have this this same viewpoint about life in general. You have to be positive. You yeah. must bury down your negative emotions. And you'll see it on like social media where people will be like positive vibes only and then mm. throw up like the peace signs like positive vibes only. <laughs> like this is no negative vibes in my life. And then you're left being like, okay, but actually, like, I do feel negative vibes. So does that mean that I'm bad or I'm oh, wrong? Oh, that shame story. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. I see where we're going. Yeah. Yeah, the shaming of this is really hard for me right now. I'm not enjoying this right now. This is me. <laughs> My story's making me grumpy. I can't look at the page. And equating that to, well, I'm failing. Mm-hmm. at keeping my positivity mindset. And so therefore I'm ashamed of myself for not being able to have a positive writing life. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, I'm and feeling then, it. I'm up in arms with you. Right. <laughs> right. So when you think about it, you're like, okay, what this question really stems from is a shaming of negative emotions. Yeah. And that is harmful. Mm-hmm. We all experience negative emotions. That is a normal part of the human experience. And this has been a big learning in my own life over the past couple of years is that you cannot bury them and expect them to go away. Yeah. It just makes them worse. Yeah. So it's like whenever I see people do positive vibes only throw up the peace sign, I, I, I look at them and I'm like that I was you three years ago and deeply unhappy, but I had no idea how to come mm. to terms with that. Mm-hmm. So that's what do you so do? interesting. You bury it. Yeah. Well, you bury it. I shame mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. I feel like people have different approaches. Um, and so mine was always if writing was going badly or I wasn't, you know, enjoying it or, you know, if it was really hard and I was struggling with that, then I would just my negative voices would turn on me and I would shame myself into yeah. 
okay, well, you have to hustle more. You have to be more positive. You have to like find ways to, and that, you know, I think that can lead to reaching out. How, how do I be more positive? How do I enjoy this more? Um, because you feel like you have to, for me, it would be like a controlling of those negative emotions and and controlling through shaming. Yeah. Yeah. I, Mm -hmm. I I think um, so many people experience this and then they equate those negative inner critic voices or this negative self-talk or or whatever it is to the unhealthy mindset that's holding them back. And I, I think it's I think it's the opposite. I think yeah. that in writing and in life, like things are hard. That is okay. Like we can't try to or we we need to be really careful about shaming that because yeah. it is negating our own human experience. And at the same time, it's a spiral. I just feel like we're spiraling deeper and deeper down this hole while trying to like claw for the light. Yeah. And you you can't get out of the hole that way. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah, that's so fascinating. I uh I took a a shame clinic course with um mm-hmm. Simone Soul and David Bedrick, I think is his last mm-hmm. name. Um and a lot of it was a lot of the unshaming lessons that they taught had to do with looking at the thing you're shaming and asking yourself, like, what can you learn from that? And I think mm-hmm. there's something so powerful in a taking away the end goal of like, I, I want my writing life to always be positive because it just mm-hmm. isn't going to be writing is really hard. It's really vulnerable. Like emotions are going to come up. You're going to explore things that are difficult it's going to be hard to put a raw draft on the page, like all Mm -hmm. those things. Right. And so a taking away that expectation that any of that is bad, but then I think B I want to invite you, you, the Royal, you, (laughs) everyone who's struggling with this to like, look at the, the negative emotions, like look at Mm -hmm. what is going on and ask yourself what you can learn from it. Because I think there's something to be like, if we bury it, or if we shame it, we don't have an opportunity to look at, oh, okay, I'm having a really hard time writing right now, because I am afraid to face my story point. Mm -hmm. Right? Or I am afraid to admit that my character's internal obstacle is something very personal to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, you know, I'm afraid to admit that I'm avoiding the page because I don't want to finish my draft because I'm really scared of the feedback that I'm going to get. Right. And so, cause if we just focus on, Oh, you're just not showing up to the page and you feel like crap every time you sit down, then you're not going to get anywhere. You're not getting to the root of what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that's my shame. soapbox. box. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that is like, that is, I think very close to what healthy mindset looks like. Because mm-hmm. healthy mindset doesn't ignore the pain. Healthy mindset approaches the pain and questions where this is coming from, the negativity in air quotes. Yeah. And saying like, I'm experiencing this for a reason. What is that reason? What do I do about it? Yeah. Versus just saying like invalidating your own experience and saying, well, I'm ex- this negative emotion is just negative because I'm a negative person. And so in order to be a more positive person, I need to not think negative things. And so I'm going to think more positively. And so therefore all my problems will be solved. That is like on the, if we're thinking of like a spectrum here, a sliding scale, that's not solving anything. Well, it's also self-love. It's not self-love. Exactly. It's self 
self-degradation yeah is that, is uh-huh. that the word yeah <laughs> self-degradation self-shame <laughs> yeah it's self-shaming yeah. it's saying like what i am now and what i'm feeling right now is wrong and so i'm mm-hmm. gonna do something else i'm gonna fix it i'm gonna bury it whatever it is i'm gonna shame it into not existing versus like i love myself i'm going through this thing mm, where yes. is it coming from yeah yeah and and sometimes you know this has been a learning of i think becoming more mature, this is maybe going more towards life things. Some things, life is just hard sometimes and sometimes you can't fix it. Yeah. And sometimes you just have to embrace that it's it's difficulty and accept it as part of the human experience. And do I – I absolutely agree with you that I think that we can chase these – we can follow these inner critic voices to get to the root of an issue and face them head on. And sometimes what that results as is like, this is just hard. Yeah. That's okay. And what I can do about it is just accept that I feel this way. And love yourself through it. And love yourself through it. Exactly. Because you don't you don't have to be positive all the time yeah. to be a great writer or to be a great person. And maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but I think our negative, again, negative in air quotes, because I I don't want to attach a a value to that feeling, but those more difficult emotions are what give us the humanity that brings Mm. depth and value to our stories. Right? So good. (laughs) (laughs) And we run away from them. Yeah. We're we're missing. We're cutting out a deeply meaningful part of ourselves, of our hearts, and we're leaving that at the door, and we're not allowing that to come into yeah. our writing. And that's where writer writing words, stories connect with people is when they tackle these really difficult feelings. Yeah, make you face them. That's why a reader picks up and enjoys a, a book, and like. They, they want to see that struggle and change and growth to become a better person. But if you're turning away your own negative experiences and saying, I don't want them, I want to be positive all the time, you're going to miss out on bringing that depth to your page. Yeah. there I can 100% definitively say that working on my own mindset and learning to love myself for all of the various parts of my yeah. humanity <laughs> has opened me up to being able to see and understand and love my characters in a way that I couldn't before. Because when you're shaming yourself, you're also probably shaming your characters in ways Mm -hmm. that you don't see. And that is turning off a piece of their humanity that's going to connect to other people. And we can go into that (laughs) (laughs) a different time. But like, I just want to say like, as writers, this work is really important for for us and for our stories i think that's a really good um really good point yeah um i love brene brown Mm. i love brene brown's work on shame and vulnerability and empathy and she has a um if you if you look it up on youtube there's like a little short you can hear me typing in my computer i want to get like the name for you but if you look up empathy brene brown there is a a little short it's got 19 million views i highly encourage you to watch it 
And it talks about how we have a tendency to do what she calls silver lining it, Mm. where we do this to ourselves at the same time that we do this to other people. You share or you experience something bad, and then we do a, but it could be worse. Mm. But thank goodness that you at least had this come out of it. You add the silver lining Mm. to to this bad situation. And I lo- once I've watched this video, I try very consciously not to do this because it, it drives disconnection. Mm. And this is talking about like interpeople relationships, but I also think it drives disconnection on your page and with yourself where you experience something hard and you say, well, at least it wasn't my care- worse. Yeah, yeah, at least it wasn't worse. At least I finished a draft. At least something else. That silver lining at attitude like feeds this you must be positive all the time when really what you just need to say is like, oh, that was hard. Yeah. Maybe I need a friend to go through this with. That's okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just reminded of like the first time that I not only felt this for myself, but I tried not to silver lining it for myself. It just felt so much like a relief. Like, I didn't have to make up a reason yeah. to be happy. You could just be. Yeah. You can just feel what you're feeling. You can just feel what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I want to share that with you because I love Brene Brown. So go check out all her work on shame and vulnerability and empathy. Um, but treat yourself the same way that that video will treat you to teach others. And I think you'll move away from this toxic positivity compulsion. I really think that in a lot of people, it's a compulsion because I, I do think that this is ingrained in us. Um, and I'll give you one example. You're sitting at the dinner table and you're full and you don't want to eat any more food and you hear, but there are starving children in Africa, (laughs) AKA, but you could have it worse. So then you think, okay, I can't I can't have negative things because I could have it worse. Like there's all of this ingrained beliefs that we have growing up as – maybe, and I could be overreaching. So if this is not your experience, I totally respect that. Um, so much of our – you know, my experience is like, well, you could have had it a lot worse or you could be this or this could be happening to you in these other areas. And so you, you do have to silver lining it. You have to like amp yourself back up. And you don't have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it turns out, it turns out differently for everyone, but it's always there for me. It was, uh, if I was experienced negative emotions, I would be the drama queen. Oh yeah. (laughs) I would be called the drama, which you can see where (laughs) Rachel's burying comes from. And then my shaming comes from because no one wants to be called a drama queen and have your feelings negated. And so it was, you know, that's where the shaming – I started self-shaming instead. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, you're having negative emotions. You're just being dramatic. You're just being dramatic. Just go fix it. Um, <laughs> doesn't work like that. So it could be different for you. It could um, be. But I'm sure – I think toxic positivity is rooted in hustle culture because if we're positive, yes. we're more productive. Um, we will not go down that road on this podcast. <laughs> but we but- will. But it's likely that you have experienced toxic positivity in some way and been taught it in some way. So encourage yeah. you to go go think about that. Yeah. Give it a thank. Um, inspect it. Inspect that. And the next time you think like, I wish I was more positive in my writing life, um, well, it does not start 
with shaming your negative thoughts, it starts with getting to the root of them. So if you want to have a healthier, and I'm very reluctant to say more positive mindset, I will just keep it as a healthier mindset. Um, Don't reject these emotions. Don't shame them. Um, Live them, experience them, and um, introspect them. And get Love to the yourself root through them. them. Love yourself through them, and I promise you that that it it may be difficult for a little bit. It may get you to feel maybe a little more negative in air quotes as you uncover the root of the the root of where these are coming from. But I can promise you, when you get out on the other side, your mindset will be healthier, and you will feel less clouded in these areas where you question whether your negativity is valid. Love it. Thanks for bringing that. Awesome. Yes. Love it. Okay. So if you want to build a successful, fulfilling, and sustainable writing life that works for you, you've got to get on our email list. Sign up now to get our free email course, The Magic of Character Arcs. After seven days of email magic, you'll have the power to keep your readers flipping pages all through the night. Link in the show notes. We'll see you there. Thanks.